Thank you all for tuning in to Breathing is Highly Dangerous. We are giving our first breath, working toward and hoping for the next, all the while fearing our last. Welcome to the show. No. The event. A little bit more grand. The movement. That's better, I like that. The movement of the century. Well, movement, that may be a little bit much. How about a conquest to forbid the ones ignosable that try to impinge their iniquitous veracity to our thoughts? Look, man, do you want me to do this or not? Either way, I get paid. So I saw it. Go ahead. We've come to ask why, but never satisfied with a simple answer. Discovering the not-so-secret secrets. Playing coy into the ploy, kicking every rock, smiling with joy. Here is your host. He puts the U in unusual, the P in pterodactyl. Not just why, he also asked how. If you suffer from... Hippopotamostral esquipedaliophobia. Please leave now. No one will believe you. I give you Emmanuel Manny Stewart. Thank you, thank you. All of you. Welcome back. We're here with OG once again, a friend of the show. Back for round two. Round two, and we have something special to talk about. We do? Yeah. You know what today is? Uh, Friday? Friday. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Dang, you flipped my perspective. <laughs> And, and everything said forth from here is the most important thing that you have been that will have been said today because it's the newest thing that's coming to your ear every single second, every single millisecond, every single zepo second. Zepo second. Z e p t o s e s. I mean s e c o n d. So that's obviously smaller than. It's a trillionth of a billionth of a second. Dang, you're teaching me stuff, man. <laughs> uh, no, but you you coming in with the fashion today, it, again, wrapped like a Christmas present with the, the, the Keith Herring, that Keith Herring uh, yeah, shirt. Keith Herring. The, the crucifix earring, gold, beautiful, and the crossbody pouch. Oh, it's right here, guys. And and a and a blue jean wash jacket. Beautiful. Where do you get your fashion from, man? My my fashion sense, or where I actually get stuff from? Tell me the beginning. Tell me about OG OG. Okay. <laughs> well, truth is, I ought to come clean about this. My family, my mom especially, she was a god with a K to fashion, like. Oh my god, like, my whole family, really. Really? Like, they, they, they blew, they just... Was... Is she like a seamstress or something? Uh, no, she, you know, New York, it's just like, it's a fashion capital. Okay. Or whatever, yeah. so it's like, everybody kind of has to... Like, have your own little thing, like, yeah. stand out so and my family, that's just how, yeah. Like, fresh to is. death, that's what it would have been at the time. Right, <laughs> in the 80s uh, to 90s or whatever. Right. And so... I would always, I, I kind of pick up fashion tips from my own family, mm-hmm. and like, she would help style me or whatever, and I kind of, over time, uh, I started to pick up my own sense of things, like, I knew I was always into skateboarding, okay. like, way before, like, how, like, me, I mean, it was mainstream back in the days, but, like, now it's, like, you see Everyone, everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody's wearing the whole wide uh, crop pants with the cuff 
jeans or cuffed uh, chinos. Whatever, okay, but yeah, I've been oh, doing that for years. Right. I've been like that I've is a brand been, new style. Like they yeah, straight ripped that. Yeah, they like appropriated skateboarder style. Like Yo. I've always been into that, and so I. I got inspired by like also that show Rocket Power as uh, Nickelodeon. Auto, that show, yeah, yes. Auto, yeah, that show was auto my was thing, man. Like gym. that Tony Hawk Underground yeah. and Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I love skateboarding culture and surfing culture and all right. that. And I'm like, okay, what could I do to incorporate that to my own style? Because I'm like, I don't have all these fashion pieces or whatever. So right. Let me see what I could do. So I always have like. Um, like somebody that I try to emulate, but I don't want to completely jack their style. Right, you want to be take the inspiration and create your own feel through like multiple people or something like that. Right. Who was like some of the first people you were sort of looking at? Like, do, was there anyone in particular? Or was it just a definitely culture? Pharrell? Pharrell? Definitely Pharrell. I've been following him like like most the Neutrons of- Pharrell. Who? The Neutrons. What are the Neutrons? Isn't that the name of his group? The Neptunes. Neptunes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he have fashion before? Yeah, like, he's always been into it. It's just now that it's being more pushed. Yeah, you don't even think of him as a musician anymore. But like since I was a kid, mm-hmm. I like I loved like the Neptune sound or whatever, like right. the music, because they used to dominate the airways back in like the early two thousands, late nineties. It's not true. See, I'm it's so, true. I read an article uh, a long time ago saying about forty percent of songs right. on the radio Are between two thousand one to two thousand three were by them. Like, like a lot in of terms com- of production. Yeah, that is so wild. You know, forty two percent. I'll I'll send you that article. I'm so out of touch. Like, uh, there's so many people. Like, I know that they're famous, right? And like, I can if I heard the name, like, I thought it was not neutrals because it was the N. So it's, it's <laughs> I knew there was something to that, right? The N E part. But Jimmy Neutron. It, that's because I know they were popular, but I never knew how popular they were. No, they've been huge for a long time. Yeah, I couldn't name any song that they did though. That's unfortunate. But I didn't know they had like a like a, a fashion thing. I didn't know. I haven't seen any of their music videos or anything like that. So. Yeah, I mean, also styles like evolve where now people could kind of wear whatever they want. That's true. But like, because I'd a say lot back of androgyny then, as well. Yeah, but like back then, it was more, which I still admired. It was like more of in a box. Like it was like more like baggy clothes and hip hop stuff because right. they were into um you know a bathing ape. So a bathing okay. ape is uh, um uh. Is this, it was started by a guy named Nigo, mm-hmm. and he's Japanese, and he would work with Pharrell, and they created a BBC Ice Cream Billionaire Boys Club, and Did, is yeah. that where that's from? Yeah, I've seen that, and I'm like, why is no? What does that mean? Yeah, the Billionaire <laughs> Boys Club, and so wow. They, so um, Pharrell, I'd say he's the one that kind of got like. Um, Bathing Ape popular, along with Biggie Smalls. A lot of people did not know that. So in the late 90s, so you could look at some old like pictures of him, right. and you'll see him in like a Bape camo hoodie type thing. There, there are a few pictures like that. That is, because that is so amazing. But this is like old, like streetwear has been around for, it's just now more mainstream. Right. And before it was like more underground. That's real part of street, like skate culture, because I see like the stickers yeah. for it and stuff all the time. I'm like, what is that for? You're wearing like the shirts, and I'm like, that's so cool, but what is it? And like, what? How am I not 
wearing that too. <laughs> like, I mean, you could start right now. I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then another thing that got a popular was the movie Kids. So that was also I'm New York no in the the mid '90s, and there was a skateboarder named Harold Hunter. Okay. And he he kind of got a couple things more mainstream. But I remember in the movie, I think some of the kids were wearing Supreme shirts. Right. And so, like, Supreme was only a year old when uh-huh. that movie came so out. So then they wound up blowing up because of that? Yeah. Well, sort of, but it was more, it was, like, a more of, like, a New York type of thing. Sure. Like, if you're familiar with, like, New York's culture, like, people knew about, like, I've known about Supreme for, like, ages. Right. And, like... And then Tyler the Crater really was the one that kind of got it more mainstream, and then a couple more people started picking up. But like Tyler the Crater really revolutionized like fashion of the last decade up till now. People do not realize that. Some people do, right? And I've read articles about that, but he's really the one that revolutionized that for this era. But before that, like I used to think that mm-hmm. Supreme and Obey were kind of similar, but now like Obey, they kind of fell off, and Supreme took the lead. Obey. O-B-E-Y. I know that one too. Wow, that's so... Wow. That's... Ah. Oh my goodness. All this stuff I've seen and never... Like, that's wild. No, I'm heavy into fashion. Oh, but yeah, back to the original question. Uh So, um... Yeah, so I kind of blend styles together, which is also kind of more accepted nowadays. Like, this this isn't new. This is from, like, the 60s, like, British mod fashion. Right. And, uh... This I've always liked Keith Haring, another New York artist, and yeah, I think he I just painted got, on the Berlin Wall. Yeah, yeah, he did, and he did paint on the Berlin Wall, and he also um, he has like uh, murals that are kind of still all over all over New York. Yeah, and this is random, but I think he, I think I discovered him from Sesame Street actually when I was a kid. That's po- very highly possible. Like, I'm pretty sure there was, like, these little figures. I forgot yeah. what they were called, but they were definitely in Sesame Street. And I was just like, oh, that's really cool. It's that interesting. Wow. Yeah, because I know him. Like, I've, like, I just happened to find, like, Keith Haring. I don't know. I was into art, like, like younger. So then there's this one character, like, like, like only the, there's that dog that he draws that has, like, Yeah, like yeah, the do- that had to have been in Sesame Street. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was that. But I, I don't know. I always mm-hmm. gravitated and the colors were bright and everything right. like that. And it was like really wacky. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I like before I knew who he was, I was drawing like things similar to that. Like more like like he draws more personified. But I sort of did that. But abstract and like a lot of my art teams like look at this artist and you are drawing like stuff similar to that. So then I found him. I'm like, I found this one character that has his arm sticking out like this. And then I made that character to a vampire. Unless he did that and I stole it from him. Because ah. I, I, I remember there's like this one character that has arms out like that. And it's like, it's really cool. He's a really cool cat. Like, aside from any anything that people say bad about him. Like, I don't know his personal life or anything like that. I don't care about it. But his art is like, his art was meaningful. It. Yeah. Right. It's really cool. And he's probably, you know what? He was probably homosexual. He was. <laughs> was it? <laughs> the rainbow. Yeah, that's what, that might be it. It's that so weird. It took me a while to realize that. Like, yeah. I wasn't even putting two and two together. But uh-huh. yeah, he, he's... Was he? Okay. Yeah, he was. And then unfortunately, he died of AIDS. In, Did he die of AIDS? Yeah. Okay, that's unfortunate. Like, yeah. before all the... the, the all the medications started coming yeah. up. But that was in the early 90s. I think he died in 1990 or something. Oh, wow. So like, he was in his late 30s. Time as, 
Freddie Mercury, the gay god. Of yeah. So, yeah, AIDS was kind of like a death sentence. Yeah. Up until, like, 1995-ish. Right. Like, there was that the one uh, kid, uh, like, Ryan White, the first person to have it in, in America, right? is the dude that Michael Jackson was with all the time. Like, he was the... F- I think he was the first American to contract AIDS. Like, and through birth. Through birth. Because he was born with it, I believe. Oh, dang. Yeah. Correction, Ryan White was not the first case of HIV slash AIDS in the United States, nor was he born with the disease. He contracted the disease in 1984 through a blood transfusion to treat his hemophilia, and his school subsequently denied his return to the classroom and through his advocacy, research, and educating the public, he became a poster boy for HIV slash AIDS pe- epidemic during the time. His story, strength, and bravery caught the attention of many notable figures during the mid to late 80s and early 90s. He tragically died of AIDS in 1990, but his mark on the world and his advocacy and all the things he have taught us will never leave. Remember Ryan. I think he died in like 91... Uh, 1991, because he, uh, Michael Jackson made a tribute song to him on the Dangerous album, which was 91. Oh, I didn't know that. Gone Too Soon, yeah. That was... Oh, that's what that was about? Yeah, yeah, it was about this kid named Ryan White, yeah. Yeah, the names sound familiar, but I had no idea what that was I could be totally wrong. I'm in my head. Alright, maybe you guys could educate us in the... Absolutely put the corrections in if you have, uh, uh, any, uh, for not further knowledge about the subject or any dis- discussion. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, New else? York fashion. So that's, is that where your family was sort of based when they came here? Yeah. Ma- they mainly went to New York and then some went to Toronto. Oh, and Toronto. That's right. Yeah, because my family, they first went to Toronto and then no. they came to New York. Toronto has their own sort of fashion now, right? Like it's... Yeah. I guess they're stealing from American culture, really, though. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Like, uh, United States. Yeah, like, Toronto is interesting. Like A lot of puffy coats. Like, yeah, <laughs> North Face and stuff like that. Oh, and Roots. So, that's another thing. Uh-huh. So, because my family lives all over the place, okay. I could kind of pick... I would pick up, like, on fashion from other places. Like, growing up and traveling a lot. Right. Just being other places. Like, nowadays, it's like you could log on to Instagram and steal somebody's style. But back then, like, fashion was more centralized to cities. Like, stuff that I would see only in New York, I would never see here. Or stuff I would see in London, I would never see in, like, Toronto. Or stuff in Chicago or wherever, I wouldn't see anywhere else. So that, I kind of missed that because it it, it was like, I'd be a little bit more original when I would wear, like, a Roots shirt. Like, when you travel, exactly. Yeah, they'd be like, Roots, what's that? (laughs) And now it's just like, I've actually seen people in Atlanta with shirts mm-hmm. that say Roots. I'm like, how do you know about this? But then again, there are a lot of people that are from Canada right, people here. are starting to, like, the, the social yeah. media is what you really said. Is, yeah. is really what's making that accessible. And like, But I think that's... But also, unfortunately, a, because of that, subcultures are dying. Right. I went into my sister's high school, and I'm like, where are all the goth kids in there? Emos right. and like rednecks and to be the same. It's like, yeah, every all the kids look the same. But when I when I started high school, it wasn't really like that. Yeah, it was still like I, there were distinct groups. Like right. th- it was like 
not, now it's like the cool popular kids want to watch anime right. and they want to be nerdy. Everything I'm like, dude, is switching up. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, dude, you know how much flack I used to get for being like nerdy and liking anime. Right, like, I, I've been to anime most of my life. My parents are the ones that got me into anime. Really? So yeah. your parents were even weirder. Yeah, my parents are hip. <laughs> they weren't hip at the time. They were. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, that's 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 amazing. Because I think that's a good thing. Like. Like sharing the cultures, sharing the sort yeah. of things that you enjoy, but also I think that like I, it really I like keeping it. originality also in certain right. places. I love that, like being special and unique. Like you have to like with all these things you're sharing now, people have to work harder to be original. Like before, it was but it was easy. more organic. Yeah. Nowadays, it's just it's, like. A lot of force and like yeah, just, everything is forced now, and it's like agitating. Yeah, like, everything is copying something else, and like I know where you got that from because I saw this on this person's page. Like right, <sighs> just come up with, and that's what I do with fashion. I right. just I put this together today, like completely last minute. I right. had something completely different imagined mm-hmm. for me today, and I'm just like, you know what? I like this shirt. I like those pants, and I, I I've been wearing these shoes a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, these shoes kind of go with a lot. They're super comfy or whatever. So, yeah, I, that's kind of how I do things. Like, I could style people. Like, I could imagine, I could kind of th- figure out what your style is and then quickly put it together in my head and then right. give you something. So is I don't that, know. I, kinda would, I would like to be a fashion stylist, actually. Would you like, actually? Yeah. Is that something that you've always done? You're always, whenever you, you wake up, is that you are actively thinking about what works or... Kind of, but, like, in recent years, I've gotten more into it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, now it's, like, I really pay attention. Like, right. I've been watching this one YouTube channel for, like, a couple of years now, and he kind of helped me. His name is Frugal Aesthetic. Okay. And that guy, he's he's from Hawaii originally, but then I think he moved to L.A., and then, like, he moved to New York. So he's been based in New York for a while now. So he but, probably does, like, uh, shopping at, like like, a Goodwill or, like... Uh, like thrift shops and stuff, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he, he does a lot of that, and I think he goes to a lot of stores for, like, high fashion or whatever. But he has partnerships mm-hmm. or whatever where these people, they send him, like, clothing. Oh, and that's sick. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool. I think that is really, like, because that's always something I've never had, like, an in, inkling or a taste for, like, I'm more, like, if I had a style, like, m- the style in my head would be, like, preppy, like, just straight cut. But I've been trying to, like, delve out into certain other, ter- like, more urban wear. Because I'm like, I like that, but I don't want to sag, and I want to wear Sagging belt. is, like, kind of out of style, though. People still do it, and they wear shorts underneath and stuff. Like, but like whenever not as much as they used to. That uh, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Way less. Right, but like that. Like I'm glad because I don't want to be seeing a bunch of. And neither do hanging I. Hanging out. And neither right? do I. Like, it's ridiculous that that was even uh, that was a thing, and it's still a thing. In some it's places. still a thing, especially when I go to work. Like I actually see. I'm like, oh, people still do this right. because when I walk out on the street outside of work, mm-hmm. when I walk around the streets, I rarely ever see it. To be honest, maybe because it's just like all the people that come to my job are so bottom of the barrels in society. Right. So that's why it looks like there's a lot. But outside of there, I never see it. Right. I swear. And I think that maybe. A good societal change like because that's a great societal change yeah uh 
but yeah, when I was growing up, like that was sort of a, like, cause I grew up in like, well, for part of it, I grew up in rougher neighborhoods. And then when I went to like the suburban like sort of areas, there was like, I didn't. They definitely still did it in the suburbs for sure. They did. Cause they were trying to copy the, yeah. urban, the urban aesthetic and like, huh, yeah. I didn't like it there. I'm not going to like it here. Yeah. So, like, I, my fashion never fit in, so I didn't really care. But also, I always had, like, hand-me-downs. So I just put together whatever. So I'd be wearing, like, yellow with anything. Like, I had this one yellow sweater I used to love. And I wore it with literally everything. There was also a pair of overalls that I had from when... I love I was, how those are coming back into fashion. I am pissed at how they're coming back. Because I said, I want to bring them back. <laughs> I'm jealous of people that have overalls. I'm like, no fair. Because I, I loved my pair of overalls. I'm like, okay, I've got to keep that there. And then I'll bring it back. But people have brought it back before me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. And now people are doing the one strap. I'm like, no, you rug rat. Ah, he said rug rat. That's that uh, Fresh Prince right there. Oh, that yeah, is, he that does is that what, too. Yeah, he, but yeah, yeah, it's a total 90s thing. Again, like fashion is just cycling um, over. Yeah, it's, and it's, I think... That is, like, a lot of the fashion actually is, is really, it is coming back, like, from nostalgia and stuff, because people are really loving those times and, like, the fashion during those times. And yeah. I think that's good to appreciate that. But then also, you're not original. Like, like a lot of kids are put, going based yeah, off I these social that. media I... people and saying, oh, I'm dressing like this person. Like, no, that person is dressing like this person from... 25 years ago, you right. little child. Like, it, it, it's nice that you're paying homage to it, but if you don't know you're paying homage to something and you're thinking you're it's, being fresh and new, like, right. you're not fresh and new, you're copying. Right. <laughs> I feel like people do stuff now for, like, clout. It's, like, to Absolutely. be seen. Like, when I, ju- when I dress with fashion, it's just, like, I, it's just how I'm feeling at the moment. And right. it's, like, whether people compliment me or not, I feel good about it. But it's, like, people, they specifically do things just so... For attention. Yeah. Right. Or for recognition. Like yeah. Positive attention. It's just, like, with social media now. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I was looking at YouTube videos from, like, 2010 mm-hmm. versus, like, now. And there's, like, a night and day difference Drastic from when change. I was, like, in yeah. high school versus now. I'm, like, oh, my God. Like... Even if you look at videos, right, yeah. it's like people used to, it was like more home videos, like the type of videos that were uploaded. Right. And nowadays it's like people, all they do are challenges and all they do are these couple video right. videos and like they do stuff to be monetized. Right. I'm looking at you girls on OnlyFans, <laughs> but like, it's like, hey, you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And it's, it's like nothing's done for fun anymore. It's right, always like, like, what do I need an audience? Right. Why can't I just have fun in the moment and then exactly. share it? Because remember, YouTube videos used to go viral because it's just like, because oh, it was the, funny. The moment, the event, yeah. and like you like you ca- being able to capture a moment, not filming every single thing, hoping to capture a moment. Like right. You having a phone, like because everyone didn't have a camera phone, right? So right. you having to have a camera at the right time is like, yo, that's what? Right. Look at that. Or like you playing with the camera is like, okay, and it's like, but now everything is like such a production. And it's like, that's fine and cool, whatever, but... Like, but they do it with everything. I'm just like... Right. And every production is not good, right? So right. If, you, if you're not putting effort into making a, a, a decent product, like... I think... But if they're doing it and they're getting views, they're successful. So I can't knock the success of it. But right. I can knock the... I found myself really limiting myself to 
like current medias like because I don't like a lot of stuff anyway so like right. it, it doesn't matter like if it's like I don't care about like there's only certain things I'm nostalgic about right so like and I'm cool with the stuff I've already heard and already learned so I'm like I'm cool with that I don't need to hear all this new stuff like it's right. like in terms of using like videos and stuff and I don't really watch rewatch stuff like because and some people don't interest me like most popular people I don't find interesting personally and not to say they're not if they're popular that means they're interesting to somebody right right yeah, but I don't know some people I do you deserve the attention for what you're doing like what I mean, if you're getting and many times, to... yes, they do. But then, in some cases, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, it's just hype. Right. They're just popular based off of hype. A lot of people would deem what I say is being a hater. I'm not being a hater. I admire success. Keeping but, it real, yo. But I don't appreciate the method of which you got that success. If you know what I mean. No, I completely understand, and I hope you guys do too. Right. So I, I think people do good things. People. And people do good things are and are unsuccessful, and then people do bad things and are successful, right? Yeah. So it's all that, and 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 based on people's like experience and stuff, they'll deem that as good or bad. And but I guess my I have a what do you call it? I, what do you, what would people call me or I call myself? Pretentious. <laughs> I'm pretentious, right? So I'm very uh, highbrow, like, my chin up to everything. <laughs> posh. Like, yeah, posh, right? And I don't know. I'm not that. It's I'm not like, exactly that's, posh, but, like... Yeah, that's, that's beside the point. We weren't talking about that. Uh, get back to what we... What oh, we fashion. Yeah, fashion. Forwardness. What are some fashion statements that you despise are there any that you despise or try to stray away from or don't agree with oh yeah yes that's the right person <laughs> i really hate the makeup trend where girls put on too much bronzer put on the weird eyebrows that make them look mm-hmm. scary like i i hate it i truly hate it and you know what you could put all the hate in the comments you want i love it i'm fueled by hate i'm like 50 cent baby so, <laughs> like, Omar, see, you know, you know, those like I know the exactly eyebrows that look like about. taper fades. It's yes. mad ugly, and I hate it. And, and the thick is like yeah, they're like bar, thick as this. They're like zip code, not zip code. What do you call them? Barcodes. Barcodes. Yeah, they look like barcodes. This is a perfect comparison. I'm like, and the foundation looks ugly. And I'm like, yo, why do girls? Go out of their way to make themselves look ugly. Right. Like, why is this a thing? All right. No, I completely agree with that. Yeah, people, women, what? Okay. So the the I I think makeup inherently, the original purpose of it was it, to okay. touch up. It was just like a touch up thing and enhance already right. fe- features. That enhance exist. features. Yeah, that but exist. now they're trying to like change their whole face. They're trying to. They look like clowns. Right. Like literally clowns. Like I scary, agree. terrifying. I, I depend depending on the intention. So if you're playing dress up, doing your makeup for a character, like I want to be a monster or I want to be a dude, like fine. 
Whatever. But your everyday, like, beautification makeup. Yeah, and they do it every day. You look day. like a different person. It's scary. You, that is called entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, that is called, yeah, that is called false advertisement. Like, if I'm trying to pursue you, right, and you have a face full of makeup, and then I wake up morning, uh, in the morning next to a dude, you lie to me. Like, you look, yeet. Oh, dude looks like a lady, or like lady looks like a dude, or whatever. But you and or you wake up and, and your whole face is stuck on the pillow in the morning, like yo. And then you look over. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna date any girls that do stuff like that. That's trash. I mean, if they did it at one point and they changed their ways and acknowledged that they were wrong, then I'm okay with it, right? But that that's not it's like not as exaggerated thing. as it was maybe a year ago. But like it's still pretty the, bad. I'm, I don't know, but there's like that bronzing thing. I, like, it's disgusting. Actually, like who think? Why do you think that looks good? It why? doesn't. It just there's no way around it. It doesn't look good. I mean, for some people, it's like fine. Like are you trying to be a bodybuilder, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, or something like that. Like what is like, you? You do realize why the, the bodybuilders put on that. That bronzing oil on their body is to accentuate futures. Do you know where that comes from? It comes from the slave trade. You know why? To show the strength and domestic definition of slaves for when they were working in the field. Is that true? Yes, that's it. Yes. Well, they so used to you... slather lard and oil over the bodies to accentuate the musculature and the physiology of of of, of uh, the product of the oh, slaves. Well, time to look ashy, y'all. Ashy gang, where y'all at? <laughs> you gonna stop using body oils now? <laughs> no, but like for the sheen and stuff, and like, and and I mean, some of it looks nice. I'm not gonna lie. Some of it, like, some transformations are good. Like, you are deemed as like you have some like what do you call it? Like uh, asymmetrical features, and then you make them. Symmetrical. Which is what models should. Okay, like I follow like legit models on right. Instagram. And, like, you could tell the amateurs, the Instagram models versus, like, real models signed right. to an agency. And, like, real models, like, especially Target models, I think they're so beautiful. Like, those girls, dude, like, they It's look, biological. Yeah. They and they barely have on makeup. And it, they do is to fill in their eyebrows and just, like, slightly touch up things, get rid of blemishes. Like, I approve of that. Right. But this, like, whole, like, transformation to look scary, that's no bueno. Yeah, I believe so as well, which can lead into another topic. Yeah, right. Which is excellent. Another complete topic. I'll be back. So, the moral of, of, of today's story, right? Any fashion is good fashion as long as you're not hurting anyone. And that you do it from the heart and soul and you actually like it and are not just trying to impress people. Right. And you're not trying to deceive people. That's why they stopped the 80 shoulder pads because the people were poking each other's eyes out. The what? Shoulder pads from the 80s. Like, oh, <laughs> that. I'm like, what 80 shoulder pads? From, okay. ah, and Hillary Clinton wears the, 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 the power suit. Ah, that's mm. funny. That's to look not like broader shoulders and stuff. It doesn't matter. Thank you all for joining us again. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you again, OG. Uh, Thanks for the invite For me to come back I want to come back again Of course Alright You all be blessed Stay blessed And I'll talk to you all See you all Or you'll hear me later Alright Adios guys Cheers